0: praise the lord and we need him to meet us don't we we all need that touch of god on our lives, especially at this time and so praise the lord well, we're going to be in the book of proverbs um uh, brother David read from proverbs chapter eight but let's start from proverbs chapter one and i'd like to do this probably as a series on wisdom Wisdom is so vital. Wisdom changes things. Wisdom is the crying need of the age, because we have leaders who are not displaying wisdom—not godly wisdom, okay—but um, uh, they may be displaying a kind of worldly wisdom. And we, there's a difference between the wisdom from above and the wisdom that you say is being triple wide or streetwise. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we don't want to function in that devilish wisdom, that sensual wisdom. We want to be people with supernatural answers mm-hmm. um, from the kingdom of God, from the realm above. And so let's just read uh, Proverbs chapter one, verse one, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. These proverbs in the book of Proverbs are the proverbs of a king. Ones that Solomon himself, uh, if you like, came up with or that he was aware of and brought them together in a compilation. I'm sure there was a lot of King David in this. But words to the wise, Words of wisdom. And you have to say that the source of true wisdom is that realm above. We would say as believers, we would say that it's the Holy Spirit. The Bible actually says that Jesus is made unto us wisdom. So the wisdom that we function in as men and women of God is the wisdom from above. And friends, if you want to access that wisdom from above, it's very simple. If you have one of these... You have access. You have access to the wisdom from above if you have a Bible. Uh, But it's only applicable if you open it and use it. Amen? If it's, oh, I don't know where it is, somewhere in the cupboard, or gathering dust on your coffee table, or under a pile of magazines, it is not you accessing God's wisdom from above. God's wisdom from above will do many things for you. It will give you favor with men. It will give you wealth. That doesn't come from conning and um, extorting people. It will give you blessedness in your family and in your relationships. It will cause you to put your head in the pillow at night and sleep in peace. Wisdom is so important the bible says wisdom is the principal thing in other words the most important thing now every word of god brings wisdom but we're going to be looking at the proverbs here and i'm just going to make it very plain and simple for you that if you want to access god's wisdom read the book of proverbs there are 31 chapters in it so take one a day if need be if you want to read more great but at least take one a day and read the book of Proverbs, and access the wisdom that comes from above, the wisdom that gives you a supernatural advantage in life. Friends, this is the book that transforms nations. This book transformed Scotland when it was on the lips and in the pulpits of men like Knox and Peden and and Welsh and all these men, Rutherford. This is the book that transformed Scotland and England and many other nations and is still doing so today. We spoke yesterday at the gathering about how a man called Reinhard Bonnke preached the gospel in the continent of Africa and now millions and millions of Africans know the Lord Jesus Christ, a continent of darkness, spiritually. But the light of the gospel, the light of the glory of God came because a man preached and others preached. And now Africa is blessing the nations with wisdom from this book. But it says here the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, the wisest man who ever lived until Jesus came and said, a greater than Solomon is here. Here's the good news. You read about Solomon, go and read about it, the book of Kings. My goodness me. Kings and people from all over came just to hear Solomon speak just to hear something wise coming out of his mouth I hope that's why you're here today Amen but, but you know that's, he wasn't a preacher the way we understand although he was called the preacher Amen but he wasn't you know Pastor Solomon he was a king he was in the civic realm Oh, that we had men and women in the civic realm today that we would say, oh, we're not going to the meeting tonight. We're going to hear Prime Minister so-and-so. We're going to hear so so because everything that drips out of their mouth is wisdom from above. Wouldn't it be good if our Prime Minister spoke wisdom from above? Wouldn't it be good and a miracle if our First Minister did? Who's believing for miracles like that? And I'm going to tell you something. If you ask God for a prime minister or a first minister that speaks wisdom, then two things are going to happen. One of two things. Either the Lord will change the person in the office, uh, change their heart, change them, or he'll remove them and replace them with somebody who will speak wisdom. So either way, it's great. Amen. Imagine having... Nicola Sturgeon as a guest speaker because he turned to the Lord and was preaching the gospel. Amen? You say, oh, that'll never happen. Listen, there's a man in the Bible who was having Christians killed. Amen? And he ended up being the prototype Christian. I'm talking about the Apostle Paul. So it can happen and we have to believe it will happen. The proverb of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. You see, it's always been God's intent that kings have wisdom. Because they need it. What did God say to Solomon? Ask of me any you want. He gave him what we would call the Aladdin's lamp prayer. Amen. You know, the, the story of Aladdin. You rub the lamp, and the genie comes out, and you're granted three wishes. What would you wish for? Amen? Think about it. But God gave Solomon something like that. He said, ask me what you will. And Solomon could have said, oh, I want to be the most powerful king. I want, you know, to be... Uh, he, he could have asked for military power and so on. And riches. But he said, give me wisdom to rule this people and judge. To show you... In other words, he asked for wisdom and because he asked for wisdom this thing please the lord and the lord says well, you can have all the rest you see wisdom will bring you the things that you want amen we often go after the things that we want and we neglect wisdom and that's how most people end up in prison because they go after the things that they want amen but they don't do it with wisdom so if you just ask god to give you wisdom Then you can have everything that you... Because wisdom brings all these things with it. The Proverbs of Solomon, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. Never, ever, 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 brothers and sisters, tell yourself, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I don't know anything. And we're talking here, there's wisdom and there's knowledge. There's intellectual knowledge. Amen? You're not going to get a butcher to perform brain surgery on you, are you? And you're not going to get a brain surgeon to cut up your mints. So there are spheres of understanding, spheres of knowledge, but I'm not really going to talk about that because we all, you know, we may have different skill sets. You may have different training a joiner, an electrician, a plumber, or you know, um, you know, if you want to go, if you want to be a lawyer, you don't go to medical school. If you want to be a surgeon, you don't go to law school. So there's different realms of knowledge and qualification for that, for every realm. It might be an apprenticeship, it might be different, you know, it might just be you start a job and they train you up in the job, whatever it is. But one thing we all need is wisdom, which is the ability to understand how to apply knowledge, when to apply. Wisdom to understand situations, wisdom to perhaps uh, broker between two warring parties. And we all need that in our families, don't we? Jesse's no talking to Tam. I don't know what to do, they've no spoke for three years. Well wisdom will give you the ability to bring Jesse and Tam together in reconciliation. Because wisdom is from above, it's supernatural. And wisdom will always result in peace. But you know how we pray for kings and all that in authority that we may lead a peaceable life? Well, what we really need is the kings and those in authority to start flowing in wisdom. Okay, I don't think it's wisdom To build psychopaths up that road there, that that Royston Road. Amen? I've never seen a cyclist on it yet. Right? Yeah. So that cars have got to. That's not wisdom. Wisdom is doing something wise Mm -hmm. and understanding what's. You know, it might well be that psychopaths are appropriate somewhere, but certainly not around here. But you see, what happens is is that people who think they're smarter than you and I come up with legislation. You know, it's like the the plan to turn the MA into a garden centre. I mean, come on. And it's not being political here. But it just so happens that politicians seem to be the dumbest people around. Why? Because they don't perceive the words of understanding. They'll not receive wisdom from above. Why? Because they're proud and arrogant. And they won't listen to wisdom. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity. Equity means fairness. It means that nobody gets treated special uh, in an elite way to the detriment of other people. Like laws for the rich. But the poor get hammered. That's not equity, friend. And we've already looked at it before, how God has a heart for the poor and wants kings and leaders to have a heart for the poor. So in order to function that way, kings and leaders have to have wisdom. Amen. To give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. Hands up if you're simple. Don't see many hands, amen. But you know, every single person here is a dummy. Amen? In some area. Yeah? How would you like to uh, fix somebody's broken uh, knee, give, do knee replacement surgery? Who, who in here can do that? So you're a dummy in that area. Amen? Which means, and it, it's not uh, being critical, it's simply saying we all have things to learn. None of us is, all oh, I'm so clever. And especially when you get people, oh, I know the Bible. Oh, yes, amen. I can't be taught much about the Bible. I lecture at Bible college, but I learn things every day. And I wouldn't have been able to lecture when I, you know, all those years ago when I didn't know so much. So we all have gaps in our learning, and that's a good thing because it means that we ought to study. Study to show thyself approved, the Bible says, unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. I'm not going to ask anybody in here to go down to the royal and offer to do a replacement knee. Amen. But And I'll tell you an area where I've been a dummy many times in the past is DIY. As Agnes says, I couldn't put a nail on a dumb one but I'm, I'm improving, amen? If you want to go and see my handiwork, look at all those blinds hanging <laughs> up in the hall. And I do the odd repair now, and I, you know. We all have things to learn. And your, your learning doesn't stop when you leave school or college or university. And in fact, the greatest students of all are surgeons. Uh, and men of, 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 of uh, medical science because things are changing every day. If, if a surgeon operated on you based on what he knew five years ago, no surgeon would do that because they've all upgraded what they know. Be very wary of somebody who doesn't want to learn anything new or further their education. I'm not talking about, you know, formally, I'm talking about, you know, a whole bunch of people got educated reading Reader's Digest. Remember Reader's Digest? Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of it may have been stuff there. (laughs) It's just trivia, but you know, you can learn things when you read. Readers are learners. So, and you know, the greatest thing of all in this modern world is the Dr. Google. Amen, the internet. It used to be, if you wanted to you know something, you need to buy a book, find it, locate it, maybe go to the library. Now you just need to Google it. There's an absolute wealth of things online. But that's knowledge. We're talking about wisdom. We're talking about what what's, it says your subtlety, knowledge, discretion, the ability to function in the affairs of men. With an advantage that god gives you by his holy spirit in his word the supernatural realm remember when solomon became king and the test with two women the two prostitutes that both gave birth to babies and one had rolled over on her baby and smothered it um, and she claimed she switched babies and claimed that the living one was hers remember solomon's test well Let's just, the test of the sword, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. See, the sword tests us all. The sword of the spirit. Let's just half the baby in two and give a half to each mother. Mm -hmm. would it. Amen. But the woman whose child it really was said, no, 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 no. Let her have it. Why? She had a mother's heart. Wisdom will find out your true heart amen but wisdom will also put into your heart the truth of god when you receive wisdom you're receiving what god knows about a situation revelation we call it. in other words your heart begins to understand how god thinks and feels a wise man will hear and will increase learning What do you do do if you say to yourself, Well, I'm not that way. I never never really stuck in at school. I'm no wise. I don't know all. Well, let me just say this to you right now being a wise man, being a wise woman, isn't about what you know. Wisdom is a decision. Okay? The, The greatest decision you can make is to say, I'm going to hear, I'm going to learn. I'm going to hear that brilliant preacher in the family voice on the Sunday morning. Amen. I'm going to go onto YouTube and hear good preaching. I'm going to buy books. I'm going to read my Bible. A wise man will hear. How do you become a wise man? By hearing, but by by deciding. I'm going to be a wise man to hear. I'm going to be a wise woman because I'm going to hear. I'm going to put myself in the place where I'm listening. And I'm looking and I'm seeing. I'm reading. And I'm going to hear. Something that will make me wiser still will increase learning. We heard about Ellen and Rachel deciding. I'm going, I'm going to to increase my learning. Amen. You can do that at any level. You don't need to go to Bible college. You don't need to go to Bible college to, to become A student of God's Word. You don't need to pass a degree course to do that. There's reasons for doing it and you'll be blessed and rewarded um, for it. As I said at the recent graduation, two two good good men of God went through their graduation. I said this certification or the degree is the harvest for study. These men set themselves apart to study, to show themselves approved. And they got rewarded. Glorification or honor before getting your degree, wearing the funny hat and all that. That was the fruit for them of consecration and application. But you don't need to go to Bible college to, to receive an education in God's Word. You do need to go to medical school if you want to practice medicine, amen. This is the beauty of it. You, you can become quite, quite good at uh, health and healing with folks without doing that as well. You know, you can do. Uh, you can become a herbalist or other things. You can Google and learn. And, and, and become good at looking after yourself or looking after a loved one. But you have to apply yourself. You have to submit to process, brothers and sisters. You're not just going to wake up tomorrow and you know everything. Study. Study shows the heart. The discipline to say, I'm, you know what, I'm going to learn. You don't need to learn at a level other people learn you can just learn one new thing every day. But but, uh, let me tell you, if you apply yourself to that, you'll you'll want it to be more than one a day. Because you're feeding something. We all of us ought to have a heart, a desire for more wisdom in our lives. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. It will astonish you when you start to expose yourself to wisdom. How wise you become. You suddenly understand things you never understood before. You see, we, we talk a lot about the way the world is. We lament the people that are running the world. They're only running the world because they put themselves into a place where they stood for office and Egypt's like you and I voted them in. Amen? I don't know about you, but I want wise men and wise women being MPs and MSPs and so on, don't you? I want wise counsellors down in that city chambers. People who know what they're doing, for a start, competence is a great thing, but also people with the right heart, People that want to genuinely help people. I know a lot of them start off that way and then they get corrupted and then they look at, oh, well, you know, if I do this and I do that, I can get more money. I think a lot of them maybe have a wee bit of corruption in them before the evening. But that's. But let us pray that God will raise up men and women of wisdom to these offices. To understand a proverb and the interpretation of it the words of the wise and their dark sayings dark sayings doesn't mean sinister that evil dark. it means that you don't always see the surface you only see the surface but there are depths to what they're saying amen there are depths of wisdom oh how we need wisdom how we need wisdom look at the culture that we have right now the celebrity culture Earheads, empty heads, people with nothing between their ears, becoming famous because they all go into an island and take their clothes off and walk about in their trunks and bikinis. Amen. Shows like that, uh, even celebrities going into the jungle and eating snails and bugs. And Amen. Oh, you better get paid for it. Well, you, getting paid for it doesn't make you less of a dummy. The, the dumbest people, though, are those that follow them. Amen? Oh, yes, I've got to see the latest episode of uh, Love Island, or whatever it is. And they're all, they're all dim whips. And listen, I'm not being judgmental or hey, no. horrible. I'm saying that's the culture that we've, we've got. Where do we celebrate people who who are true heroes? Amen. We'll pay millions to celebrities with nothing between their ears, but there are people every day in our society, people like firefighters and so on, who lay down their lives for others, who sacrifice. Anyway, we could go on about that. But look what it says here. This is, this is the point of this. We're going to just close with this. And we'll come back to this subject. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear It says elsewhere the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And let me just tell you this. There are a whole lot of people out there are brainiacs. They've got more degrees than a a stadium full of Freemasons. (laughs) Amen. They've got every degree going. But they don't fear the Lord. And you know what the Bible says? They haven't even put their feet on the first rung of knowledge. They're dumbos. And I'm talking about people who say God doesn't exist and, and, and come up with all kinds of weird stuff, scientists and so on. Friends, the Bible says, the fool hath said in his heart there is no God. They're fools. Fools with degrees. Amen. Amen. Because the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom, is the fear of the Lord if you fear the Lord today you're wiser than 100,000 scientists who say he doesn't exist but incidentally a lot of scientists are now coming round to realise of course he exists because only God explains what they have explored and studied about the world and the cosmos around them you know the the thickest plank in church who fears God is wiser than a room full of professors. Because we're not talking here just about intellectual knowledge, we're talking here about the knowledge of reality, and reality is the realm where God lives. So never ever knock yourself for being a dumbo. Never ever, I I never went to school, I never did, you know, I played truant and all that. Well, we've all done that. Haven't we? Friends, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Believe what it says, and we'll leave it here. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. See, wisdom is not just what you know in an exam you sat and you crammed for it, then you forget it about it, you know, the following day. Wisdom is knowing God. The real knowledge begins when you know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's true wisdom. That's true knowledge. Even if you don't have one o grade. Knowing him is the start of true wisdom and knowledge. And you can grow in that. You can grow in that by going to Bible college if you want. You can grow in that by studying your Bible in your own house. You can grow in that by coming and hearing this wonderful preaching. But friends, it's available to you. Amen. You know, well, I think the greatest invention of the 21st century is YouTube. Listening to all those wonderful messages from men and women of God that are accessible, you know, you can grow, you can, you can within three weeks, you can become a spiritual giant. Amen? Because mm-hmm. what does it say? The wise man will hear. A wise man will hear. Amen. Just think about all that's out there that's accessible to you. If you'll only apply yourself to listen. Anyway, we need to stop it there. Uh, We're running out of time.